This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Strick and Austin. No Strick, it's Austin. Rico on his way back up. He had a nice chat with uh, Coach Saunders, uh, Renee Saunders, color analyst for the Omaha Supernovas, who's home. We are currently broadcasting from. We're at the CHI Health Center up in Omaha Supernovas practice. Uh, Coach Saunders will be on the call for the games with DP. First game, of course, in five days. Supernovas.com for your tickets. Make sure you're part of history, right? I mean, I know it's the the joke. There's some jest and truth or some truth and jest, of course, that, you know, the, the Huskers are Nebraska's pro team. You can't say that anymore. We got the Supernovas here up in Omaha. Beautiful arena. Team looks fantastic. I don't know a whole lot about volleyball, but what I do know, Rico, is that there are a lot of big names on this team. Yes. They're going to be good at volleyball, and this is a very high-level practice. Ooh, sorry, I just ran How's Coach doing, by the way? She's doing great. I just ran up the stairs. <laughs> I forgot how bad shape I'm in. <laughs> give me, give me, give me. A You're second. good. I'll feel for give, you. Give, give yeah, Bach, Bach, take Rico off the stream. Let him, let him get his bearings here. Um, this is on the block brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. They're open today and through the weekend down at 29th and Pine Lake in Lincoln. Make sure you check them out. Tell them that on the block sent you. If you've got any thoughts on anything we're diving into, hit us up on the text line 402-464-5685. That is our starter Heyman text line. We also want to thank Starter Heyman uh, at 12th and O, not too far from us, for sponsoring our live video streams, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, all brought to you by Starter Heyman. Um, Rico, you mentioned at the top of the first hour, you got enough breath back to, to join bit, me? Yeah, I can, I can talk. Okay. Um, <laughs> we mentioned um, Allo, Channel 961, our great sponsor for television, yes. expanding, expanding our reach across Nebraska, right? Not just in Lincoln. Jace. Up into Omaha, all Jace. the way out west as far as you can go in Nebraska. But here's the thing, ticket fans, Omaha family, new family, you will be able to catch our radio signal on the FM and AM dials in Omaha now, yes, right? Yes, you will. 95.7 The Boss and 1690 AM here in Omaha, you'll be able to catch our radio signal and listen to Supernova's broadcast with our very own Derek Pearson on play-by-play. And Renee Saunders, the legendary, I don't know if she likes me saying that, but I'm going to keep saying it because it's true. <laughs> it's just a fact. Because it's true. The legendary um, Omaha Scut High School uh, head volleyball coach, who I swear has won like every state title known to existence um, mm-hmm. at Omaha Scut mm-hmm. and produced so many wonderful athletes out of that crazy, uh, fantastic program. Uh, you'll be able to listen to those two on our broadcast doing play by play and color commentary for the Omaha Supernovas. Starting this next Wednesday against the Atlanta Vibe, uh, again, 93.7 The Ticket, the Rural Radio Network as well. Shout out to KRVN and on 95.7 The Boss and 1690 AM here in Omaha. So there's no reason why why anybody in this wonderful state of ours shouldn't be listening to or shouldn't have a chance to listen to um, Omaha Supernova's uh, volleyball this upcoming, this first pro volleyball uh, federation season. I know I'm biased. Yes. But I also would like to think I know ball. There is not a cooler name in the league than the Supernovas. 
like the only other name that I somewhat like is the Orlando Valkyries. I say that's that's the only one. Also, I just saw their court. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going with the. I think they're all going with the black outline, right? Okay. Um, I think the um, there was another one. I think it's the Columbus Fury are also going with like the gray court, like the supernovas are. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Orlando Valkyries going with the wood wood finished court, Ooh. not actual wood, but like a wood, yeah, like light wood colored court, and okay. it looks so cool with the uh, black outline around it. I get kind of like TD Garden vibes, a little from, bit from from a wood court. Yeah, a little bit. It's it's cool. I hate the TD Garden, but it's. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I had to use that example, but it's what came to mind. Um, let's dive back into some football here, Rico. We talked about Bill O'Brien being named the offensive coordinator at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. He, of course, had a two year stint at Alabama, 2021 and 2022, with Nick Saban. Yes, but Rico, Alabama is getting decimated, absolutely decimated by the transfer portal 30 Destroyed. players now in the transfer portal including some some big names right you thought Jalen Milrow was in he withdrew his name so he's back at Alabama but even take him out of the equation you you lose Isaiah Bond to the mm-hmm. portal you lose Roydell Williams the name that came up um, as one of Bama's leading rushers um, for the last you know couple of years that Bill O'Brien was in Tuscaloosa you look at Caden Proctor, mm-hmm. the stud left tackle out of the state of Iowa. Started as a freshman. Started 14 freshman. games as a freshman for the SEC champion. 6'8", 360-pound monster of a man at left tackle. And your SEC freshman of the year, safety Caleb Downs, yeah. who had his position coach move on to Georgia. He's going to Georgia. He's going to Georgia. Proctor more than likely ends up at Iowa. But my question for I, you, Rico, is... People were saying he's going to Georgia. I would. I want Caden Proctor to go anywhere but Iowa, and maybe Wisconsin. As long as he goes to, I, I don't care. He just can't be allowed to go to Iowa. I hope he goes to Iowa State. Now that would be maybe the greatest troll job I've ever seen in my life, and I would love it. That would be funny. My question for you though is not you know who's the best player among them, who does Nebraska need to go after, but. All of them. Is this Kalen DeBoer's fault, or was this always going to happen in a post-Nick Saban world? This was always going to happen. Kalen DeBoer had absolutely no chance at keeping a lot of these guys. Um, he might have been able to talk to some of them and maybe attempt to try and talk them out of transferring, but there's no way that it was going to happen because a lot of these players, most of these players really, go to Alabama. A lot of the players during this time would go to Alabama to play for Nick Saban. Like you, you <laughs> Look. I don't. I've never been to Tuscaloosa. I've driven through Alabama. I've never stopped anywhere for any significant amount of time in the state of Alabama. Mm-hmm. But from what I have heard, um, there's not it, it, Tuscaloosa is the college. So if you're going to Tuscaloosa to go to Alabama and you're a football player, you are going to play for the legendary Nick Saban. You are going because there's a chance that you make it to the NFL. A larger a larger chance than anywhere else, really, that you make it to the NFL if you are playing for Alabama. So once Nick Saban left, it was only a matter of time before the roster just got decimated by the transfer portal and schools started picking and choosing which Trumpson Tide uh, uh, members they wanted at, at their university. So, um, look, it, it was an impossible task for Kalen DeBoer, and he's doing the best that he can. And, look, keeping keeping at, you know 50% of the roster, keeping you know 65% of the roster – is going to be hard, but it's something that if he does, I would consider success because he's going to be able to bring in enough talent, which he is. He's bringing in a bunch of people from Washington um, and from around the, the country who 
want to still go to Alabama to play for Kalen DeBoer um, because, look, he has a fun offense. He has a high-flying offense. They'll be able to, you know, get wide receivers and running backs. And he brought his offensive line coach in Washington had the best offensive line in the country. Like, he will be able to develop players as well, but it's just not Nick Saban. So, right. again, an impossible task. I wish him the best, but, you know, Alabama is going to be down before they get back up. Which I don't know if I fully am on board with, right? I think there's still enough residual talent at Alabama. They'll lose three games. Um, yeah, well, see, that's just the thing, right? That's down. Bama is still going to be a playoff contender. Oh, yeah. I can see them going 10 and 2 next year, maybe 9 and 3, but I think Kalen DeBoer is that good a coach. I think Ryan Grubb's offense is that good. And here's the thing they haven't even hit spring ball yet, right? Alabama will still add pieces. I think getting Milrow back, I'll be fascinated to see what that offense looks like with him at the helm. Cause mm-hmm. it's not going to look the same as it did up at Washington. So you can't just copy and paste from Seattle down to, to Tuscaloosa. Mm-hmm. Um, Ty Simpson started some games. I'm not thrilled, you know, by the prospect of him, Austin Mack transferred with DeBoer and Grubb. He was Washington's backup last year. He's at Alabama now, but the other story that I think is necessary to mention when you talk about Alabama and the transfer portal is not only a guy who hasn't played a snap for Alabama, but a guy that might not even have his nameplate up in the locker room yet. He does not. Julian Sayan, maybe the only quarterback in this class to rival Dylan Raiola, the only other quarterback to have been thought of as a number one quarterback in the class, mm-hmm. has already stated his intention to enter the transfer portal. Here's the thing. Can't enter the portal yet because classes haven't started. So he's enrolled. He's on campus in Tuscaloosa. Hasn't played a snap. Hasn't gone through winter workouts or anything. But he just signed his letter of intent. He's in a, he's on in early Hawaii national right signing day. Yeah, he's going to play in the Poly Bowl tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. But he's already stated his intention to transfer out of Alabama. Not just put his name in the portal and see what comes next. Mm-hmm. He has already stated his intention to leave. To leave. And this is where you feel bad for the kid, kid the young man. Because he has said he he went to, he wanted to go to Alabama to play specifically for Nick Saban. Yep. Well, guess what? Nick Saban's gone. It makes sense that he would want to leave, right? No one's going to tell Nick Saban when he's supposed to retire, when he can and can't exactly. retire. Yep. But if I'm Julian Sayan, I'm almost Pissed. a little frustrated. Nick Saban, like, dude, you didn't give me any inclination this could have happened. Like, yeah. I signed my national letter of intent, and now I have the the stigma of being a transfer portal guy instead of having the hype of Hey, here's a big recruiting flip. Think mm-hmm. about all the offers um, I turned down. Think about all the Can't, visits I didn't take. Yeah. Think about all the conversations I didn't have because I believe you're going to be here. Again, it's Nick Saban. You can't fault him for doing things his, his way in his own time. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't begrudge Julian Sane being a little upset. 
is there any way that he can just be let out of his national letter of intent? Like, because no, that... he enrolled in classes. Uh, okay, I was gonna say because that that happens with with some players where they sign and whatever happens. So he's gonna. So okay, so he's gonna have to go through this semester at Alabama, knowing that he's not going to be there, right? Or he can just drop all his classes, be in the portal, and get a late start enrolling somewhere else. Yeah, I, it's a weird situation, and it look it sucks for Julian Tay, and it sucks for a lot of those other freshmen who, again, uh, signed up to play for Nick Saban. But that's just kind of how the way that's the way things work. I, I'm sure. I, look, I don't know if Nick Saban knew he was going to retire until one day he just woke up uh, a few weeks ago, or what was it? Right. Two weeks ago, he just woke up one day and was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, well, I, I the I report don't know. from ESPN was that he didn't know which speech he was going to give his team till five minutes before he walked into the team meeting. Yeah, so I don't think he knew that he was going to retire while while going through the season and recruiting and all that until one day he was just like, "Yeah, I think I'm done. I think I, I think I think I'm good." And and that look, it sucks for the players, but like you said, you're not going to. Nobody is going to tell Nick Saban, "Hey, you can't leave yet." Like you, you can't retire yet. We need, we need one more season out of you. Like, no, Nick Saban would just like, no, I'm just, I just screw you. I'm Nick Saban. He'd be like, I just won't show up. Like, what are you talking about? Like, so I I don't know. It, it, again, it sucks. It happens. And now you're just going to have to enter the portal and take some more visits. And, and look, it's not going to be hard for him as a five-star number one, number two quarterback in this last class to find a home. Like he'll be fine. He'll find a place. But like you said, he'll have that stigma, but, Either way, you're still a five-star quarterback going somewhere, and you'll you'll get something. Okay, guess what his uh, transfer portal crystal ball was for? Um, that's from three insiders, such as they are, but there are I'm, I'm um, there are two national guys and um, a Notre Dame guy, which is not a giveaway. It's not Notre no. Dame. Can you give me a conference, or would that give it away? Nebraska's conference, a Big Ten, Michigan, Ohio State. Don't they? Ha- they have Aaron Nolan. They do have Aaron Nolan, who is the number three quarterback no, in this class. No, yes, no, it's not. That's not happening. No, no, no. Three of twenty-four-seven no, no. sports is uh, insiders have crystal ball Julian say into Ohio State. So is Nolan going to transfer? I don't know. You don't. Wouldn't look, that be very okay. Quinn Ewers of him, though? Okay, look. Hold on. Okay, look. I'm uh, you don't what take. You, got? you don't take two five-star quarterbacks in the same class. You rarely take two quarterbacks in the same class. And I know what people are going to say. Oh, Nebraska did the same thing with Dylan Raiola and Daniel Kalen. Look, Daniel Kalen was committed. Dylan Raiola said he wasn't going to go to Nebraska and was going to go to Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel Kalen always wanted to be a Husker, but didn't think that he was going to get a chance if Dylan Raiola committed. So he committed to Nebraska. Then Nebraska made a late push, flips Dylan Raiola. Daniel Kalen at that point, kind of late for you to do any more visits and also again he wanted wants to be a husker so Mm. look that's a little bit of a different story i don't know if air noland is the same but oh he's the number three quarterback in the class he can go wherever he wants if the number two slash number one quarterback in the class commits look it's going to be a competition i'm sure neither one of them are are scared of that but at the same time you it's a numbers yeah you potentially had a chance although until they went out and got uh, Will Howard, you potentially had a chance to start as a true freshman. Mm-hmm. If you go somewhere else, you'll have a chance to start as a true freshman, especially if there's not another five-star freshman quarterback there. So that's, I, I 
don't see that happening. And if that does happen, I could see Air Nolan entering the portal, which again, crazy if that happens. So Air Nolan got a lot more regional offers. He's from uh, Langston Hughes down in Georgia. Okay. A lot of his offers were SEC and East Coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Julian Sane got offers from everywhere. All across the country, mm-hmm. right? And I think Aaron Nolan's a good quarterback, but I think that there's a pretty clear top two in Sayan and Riola in this class. What if I told you Julian Sayan went back home to USC or UCLA? USC would make more sense. Well, UCLA lost their quarterback as well. Well, they lost one of them. They have a, they have a returner or two returners, but I don't think they're on Sayan's level, right? Julian Dante Sane. Moore. Uh, jetted up he to left. Oregon to back up Dylan Gabriel. Yep. I USC would make more sense. And that would that that would make more that would work. That would work. I would be okay with that. It's I not like I have a choice, but <laughs> you have like to you be okay with Julian Sayan's decision, Rico. Look, Rico. It's not up to you. Look, it's up to look, him. I'm sorry, quarterbacks. Rico has to approve. I'm sorry. <laughs> if I don't approve, you can't go. I'm sorry about it. I'm just still a little confused by just how all in on Miller Moss USC seems to be. And here's the thing. I know that it's going to sound backhanded and weird because we're all begging for coaches and players to stick with each other, right? Mm -hmm. To have confidence in a guy enough to recruit him out of high school and then stick with him, even if he doesn't play right away. Mm -hmm. Even though I, I, think we all want that or more semblance of it Mm -hmm. in such a make or break year again we talk about ryan day but talk about make or break year for lincoln riley who jetted out of oklahoma you know seemingly to avoid the sec is at least the narrative i I will not be the next coach at lsu well he goes to usc and then that conference collapses and hey lucky you lincoln riley guess what you get the next best thing in the big 10 in a make or break year for usc would you rather ride with miller moss or Julian Sayan. Julian Sayan. I think so too. Not even a question. Not even a question at all. I, I'd ride with. I'd, well, I guess I guess it's a question. I don't know much about Miller Moss, but Julian Sayan, the number one slash number two quarterback in this class. Um, and if you've watched him play, looks pretty darn good as well. Um, but I'm not going to pretend to. I'm not going to sit here and 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 tout Julian Sayan as as this you know starting freshman quarterback amazing person if I am downplaying Dylan Riola doing the same mm-hmm. thing here in Nebraska so right. look great quarterback uh, uh highly ranked quarterback I if I'm if I'm USC UCLA I would be chomping at the bit at at getting a five-star quarterback in this class Byron the hog farmer brings up a good point I completely neglected to mention that Jaden Mayava UNLV starting quarterback committed to Georgia for like two days, decommitted and then ended up at USC. So Jaden Mayava probably walks in as the day one starter yeah, he started for UNLV. USC. So his stats this year, I mean, UNLV went seven and four. He started 11 games, completed 63 and a half percent of his 353 attempts for 3000 yards, 17 touchdowns to 10 interceptions. Barry Odom, the work he did at UNLV um, with uh, Jaden Mayava, who's the uh, Mountain West freshman of the year, second team all mid- Mountain West. Good player, good enough to save Lincoln Riley's job player. Seems like a bit of a wild card, right? Again, I know he's probably less of a wild card than Julian Sayan, mm-hmm. but I'm just not sold on Mayava. Like, he's good, he's fun, but if you're Lincoln Riley and what? you feel confident in your job security, would you rather ride with Jaden Mayava or say, hey, this is my developmental quarterback? Give me two, three years to put my thumbprints on this guy will be where you want me to be, Jen Cullen. How old is Jaden Mayava? 
he he was just a freshman last year, so he's a sophomore this year. Mm, so you'd be riding with Mayava for two more, three more years, two to three, two. More. two well, at if least next year, your, maybe Saiyan yeah. comes in red shirts and beats him out. If you trust your development, as Lincoln Riley, I'm sure does uh, with quarterbacks, he would then you know have him ready for the NFL in two years and send him off, and uh, then you would have Julian Saiyan for red shirt. And then redshirt freshman, then you'd have him for two years after that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It would be it would be a very strange proposition, a very strange thing um, to have going on. But if I'm Julian, I mean, look, if you're any university, you'd be chomping at the bit to get Julian saying to come to your university. And it mm-hmm. looks like the supernovas are done with practice now. Good practice, ladies. That was entertaining. Fantastic. Um, Brad on the text line. Are we sure Dylan is going to start? Yes. Short answer. Yes. Long answer. We'll dive into it a little more when we get back uh, to on the block here. We'll also get into some NFL playoff headlines and maybe even some some Husker hoops. Uh, all that and more. Got about half an hour of on the block left here from the CHI Health Center up in Omaha, home of the Supernovas who just wrapped up practice. Back to on the block here in just a minute. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.